0: This report covers the period from November 11th to November 17th, 2013. Vulnerability activity was down compared to previous periods, but highlighted by the monthly security bulletins and software updates from Microsoft, Adobe, and Google. Microsoft published its monthly security bulletin release on November 12th. Microsoft released eight bulletins that addressed 19 vulnerabilities. The bulletins addressed vulnerabilities in Microsoft Windows, Microsoft Internet Explorer, Microsoft Office, and Microsoft Outlook. The vulnerabilities could allow an attacker to execute arbitrary code, cause a denial-of-service condition, access sensitive information, or gain elevated privileges. Details of this release are in the Cisco Event Response Microsoft Security Bulletin release for November 2013. In addition to the Microsoft release, Adobe released updates that address multiple vulnerabilities in Flash Player and ColdFusion. Google released the monthly update for Chrome, correcting multiple vulnerabilities. IntelliShield published 160 events last week that included 113 new events and 47 updated events. In the Trust Risk Management category, more information has been discovered regarding the October 2013 Adobe data breach. The breach was initially reported to affect 3 million customer records. That number has increased to a reported 150 million records. Password hint information and weaknesses in the password storage methods were also discovered, possibly allowing attackers to recover valid credential pairs more easily. Third parties, including Facebook, have already taken action to lock or reset accounts that belong to users affected by the Adobe breach incident. The cascading effects from the breach, both real and imagined, continue to impact users. The response from Facebook in proactively locking and resetting user accounts that match records compromised in the breach may start a trend that other services may follow. Users and businesses affected by the breach should expect continuing impacts as attackers use the information to conduct additional exploitation. In the legal risk management category, a report by ThreatTrack Security found that in October 2013, United States Enterprises did not disclose company data breaches to customers, partners, or other stakeholders. The report also indicates that many malware analysts may have the tools necessary to properly protect companies from cyber attacks. However, internal challenges, such as companies that do not report data breaches, make it more difficult for these analysts to protect networks. The increase in security breaches and compromises is a growing concern for a number of company stakeholders, whether investors, customers, security personnel responsible for protecting customers' assets or management. These stakeholders have much to lose, while on the other end, Attackers have much to gain from a successful breach or compromise. Recent reports indicate that more than half of the United States enterprises surveyed in October 2013 did not disclose a data breach or compromise to their stakeholders. Possible reasons may include the fear of losing customers or developing a bad reputation. However, for the IT security industry to help detect or mitigate threats that may result in successful data breaches or compromises, Companies should disclose information if they become a victim of such attacks. A collaborative effort is needed from every company that may have been impacted by a data breach, along with personnel in the security industry, to gain valuable knowledge that may help protect against future attacks. Next, in the human risk management category, with the United States Thanksgiving holiday approaching, the holiday shopping season will also be kicking off with Black Friday on November 29th and Cyber Monday on December 2nd. Stores have already begun their marketing campaigns for on-site and online shopping bargains, specials, and coupons. Online and mobile shoppers need to take a few actions to make sure their shopping experience, financial accounts, and identity are protected against the scammers, spammers, and web-based attacks that could ruin their holidays. Each year we see a variety of threats targeting online shoppers with tempting offers of deals and savings through web advertisements, spam, and other means. Before beginning online shopping, users should install all available updates for their systems, and in particular, update their Java versions and check their browsers with a tool such as Qualys Browser Check. Shoppers can avoid the majority of threats simply by not clicking on web advertisements or hyperlinks provided in email, and instead using bookmarks or entering the store's URL directly in the browser to view the offers. For businesses, we question whether Cyber Monday is an outdated phenomenon. Cyber Monday referred to employees returning to work on the Monday following the Thanksgiving weekend and using the better business systems and networks to do their holiday shopping. Today, most users have very capable systems and networks at their homes and aren't required to wait until Cyber Monday to shop online. For mobile shoppers, we have a reminder that many stores track users by their mobile device GPS. If this is a privacy concern, users may consider turning off or disabling their mobile device GPS and Bluetooth. Mobile users are also reminded that the mobile devices do not have many of the security features of the typical PC, requiring extra caution when handling email, using the browser, or connecting to public wireless networks. Finally, in the geopolitical risk management category, after a high-profile failure early this month, the five permanent United Nations Security Council members plus Germany will convene in Geneva again at month's end to try to hammer out an agreement with Iranian negotiators on their nuclear program. Many observers attribute the new impetus toward an agreement not only to Iran's new president, but also to the strict economic sanctions that have crippled Iran's economy. Particularly painful have been financial restrictions, including Iran's expulsion in 2012 from the international banking transfer system known as SWIFT, which virtually shut off Iran's access to legal foreign trade. According to a variety of press reports, Some Iranian businesses have found ways around the sanctions by using the cryptocurrency Bitcoin. Bitcoin functions outside of official foreign currency transaction channels and is not subject to international banking laws. Iran is not the only place where Bitcoin is helping people circumvent the official banking system. Cryptocurrencies have proven useful to criminals threatening to give the currency a bad name. There is nothing illegal about Bitcoin but it currently functions outside laws because laws have not yet evolved to cover it. In fact, some users of the currency point not only to its extra-legal nature, but also to its apolitical nature as a selling point. Unlike national currencies, it neither underwrites nor represents any government or country. Bitcoin is already proving useful for individuals in countries where banking systems are not trustworthy or are underdeveloped. Lately, it has been trendy to forecast Bitcoin's downfall in light of its rapid rise in value. In fact, whether or not Bitcoin's swift rise is followed by a crash is beside the point. Cryptocurrencies are probably here to stay. A more interesting debate may be whether their success may eventually help nudge the United States dollar out of its position as the world's primary foreign exchange currency, thanks in part to the apolitical nature of this new payment medium. This concludes the Cyber Risk Report for this week. To read the full report, visit www.cisco.com go SIO and select the Cyber Risk Reports link. Tune in for next week's report from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations. Thanks for listening and stay safe.